Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the show. I am... Who, whomst am I? I'm Diavion Johnson. And I am Christian Smalls. This is The Read. Thanks for coming back. It is, and thank you for coming back. Let's jump into our things, folks. Thank you for joining us again. Now, if you know anything about myself and Crystal, then you'll know that we enjoy wine. I just went and poured some. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yes, it's true. So, I love that this week for Black Excellence, by way of becauseofthemwecan.com, I got information on not one, but two Black woman winemakers that are the first of their kinds in uh, their regions. So the first one is Victoria Coleman, and it says here that she's the first and only Black woman winemaker in Napa Valley. This is according to a report from CBS San Francisco Bay Area. Um, It says that she got her start working in Atlas Peak Vineyards as a viticultural student, um, and she went to the University of California, Davis. And eventually, she released her first vintage wine in 2005 and since then she's built a reputation for herself as an expert winemaker and oversees winemaking at the caves in soda canyon which is a joint production facility and she's also the exec exclusive red winemaker for lobo wines um and the owner randy wolf had this to say he said of her she's what has one of the best palettes i've ever encountered mm. and she's a complete perfectionist so, shout out to uh, Miss Victoria Coleman, who is making the wine and doing the things. It says here also that she knew, I loved this part, she knew she would make history ever since she was the only Black person in her UC Davis winemaking class, which tells me that Victoria was like, girl, I'm not gagging. Like, I was the only <laughs> Black person in that winemaking class, so this is it. I <laughs> mean... This is like... Okay. I like what I do, and I do it great because black woman get into yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and and what is it, head winemaker in Napa Valley? That's the main reason people go to Napa. Like, you go to, to Napa for the fucking wine. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, congratulations to her. And you already know I'm saving this name because I will be purchasing somehow in some way. Also, uh, there's a woman by the name of Rada Griffin, unless it's Rada. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing your beautiful name, ma'am. And not only is she the first uh, Black woman winemaker in Alabama, but she's also a fucking engineer for NASA. Um, 
She's a senior subject matter expert at NASA and currently working on getting the first woman on the moon by 2024. And even throughout all of that scientific expert smart-ass work, she still uh, works hard on her passions of uh, being a private chef and a wine vintner, which is something I just learned of today. Just heard of this word, (laughs) even though I drink wine all the time. And uh, so it says that uh, Ms. Griffin took an online course at Cornell University and since has started her own line of wines, Anissa Wakefield Wines, and simultaneously made history as the first certified, right? No, write it down. As the first (laughs) certified Black woman winemaker in Alabama. Wow. So congratulations to you as well, ma'am. And I just love it. I should... I don't even yeah. have a glass of wine to celebrate. Foolish. I mean, I decided not to get drunk before the show because, you know, that has mixed results. But I definitely mm. did. <laughs> definitely did just pour some. And I looked this lady up. Why is she this gorgeous? <laughs> yeah, no. Model. Model. I'm so, like, girl, can you save a talent for the rest of us? Good Absolute God. Model. Jesus. Yeah. How you going to be smart and extra smart and wine smart and a fucking engineer? Like. Mm-hmm. And look like that, please. And a model, like yeah. leave us alone. Yeah. But congratulations, sis. I'm <laughs> I'm finna save your name right now. Check out your wine. Also, congratulations to one Jasmine Sullivan for winning some Grammy. Ew, ew, ew. Congratulations, very, very overdue, but still extremely well deserved because Jasmine's voice and pen that combo. The rest of y'all are simply. <laughs> Like we've just been waiting for you girls to catch up. I just don't know what took so long because she has literally been it from day fucking one. So extremely proud of her. And I love to see this. Yeah, absolutely. So good for you, sis. Um, even though I didn't get to get go to your tour because you got sick and I was sad, but I understand. Yeah. That's the world we live in now. It's literally I was just saying this to Kia the other day. <laughs> like today. Like this is the norm. The norm yeah, now is, it is. like <laughs> Well, I was gonna, but, <laughs> but babe, COVID, you know, like <laughs> like that's it's yes. I mean, because so, this this new sub variant is absolutely sweeping her ass across the nation. So that's what it seems like. COVID kept having way more enthusiastic. <laughs> Yes, and as they gained enthusiasm, they lost some of their lethalness. So I it's think it's like white people. Like how white Whoa. people's kids have had who have have like the same uh fervor for hatred mm-hmm. and enthusiasm for destruction, but didn't really have to do any of the work to kill all of the people to get yeah. here. So they feel like super empowered in being a dickhead and just getting into everybody's face. Yeah, that's COVID is white people. That- now that you've broken it down, because I did not know where you was going with that. I'm going to be honest. It's like white kid. But after you broke it down, I fucks with the vision. And yeah, because this bitch is, it's like you could just be standing like directly across from somebody and everybody's like, oh, it's wide outside. You don't have to have a mask or whatever. But like just being in the vicinity of other people seems to yeah. be enough yeah. to catch this bitch. Like going to get the mail extremely contagious so yeah shout out to everybody who is dealing with it and sweetie i just live never had to before (laughs) right (laughs) i'm just doing the best i can on this earth this planet that i did not ask to come to at this point 
girl, I'm just here. Exactly. What, what do you want from me? Doing my best. That is all. What else can I offer? Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so this week we're going to do our use and get into some pop culture mess uh, with a segment called uh, Hot Tops. Oh, my cum. A thousand cum shots from (laughs) you is never too much. I cannot, please. I just don't want a top. Oh my love. Oh. Million days in my ass is never too much. I just don't want to talk. All right. So. Oh, how I wish Luther was around for this. I miss him. Feel like he really would have enjoyed that, like privately amongst his yeah. friends. He would have he cackled at that. Yeah, yeah, man. I think you're right. Rest in peace. All right, so Will Smith update. Um, the doll has resigned from the Academy of the Motion Pictures <sighs> mm-hmm. and things. I saw that. Yep. 
Which I believe means that he can't nominate shit, vote for shit, mm-hmm. go to the galas, and he's probably not going to get a million DVDs in the mail when it's voting season. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, DVDs, I guess so. not because he can't vote, but it's Will Smith, and if he wants to see the fucking movie, he will. Like, yeah, I still believe. I mean, they're not going to send him the DVD. He's right. Just he's not on the DVD mailing list, but he's Will, will Smith, right? He'll just. They'll just airdrop it to him, and it'll be fine. Yeah, so, fine. okay. Sure, I'm mm-hmm. not, not going to get your DVD. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, apparently, a few of his film projects have also been put on hold, which some people... I saw, like, some publications were making this, like, super shady, and then I think... Oh, you know it. Others were... It's, I mean, it's, like, obvious. Like, what? why would he... The doll's probably... Kicked up somewhere, yeah. drinking, you know, and just you know, taking some time off. I maybe, I mean, maybe I guess I feel like all of this is to just get white people to calm down um, from their ridiculous overreaction to this event. But I mean, you have. This is just so much. Like it, this, just he could have killed him. Like. Com- I'm not even going back down this fucking just, road I'm, with y'all. I'm, I just, I'm, okay. All White right. women acting traumatized off of something that did not happen to them. Like, but I'm saying, like, I, like last week I said, I, I feel like that, it, it flashback to some personal stuff for people. And, I think a lot and of fine, people but... view it differently and whatnot. But and yeah, that's a lot of the response <laughs> and expression from it was like, um, oh, I just think y'all have been much. excessive. This reaction has been excessive from the very beginning and all of the drama around it. Anytime any of their names comes up, like the drama continues to be excessive. Like he smacked the man. OK, he didn't pull a gun yes. and fired into his temple. Everybody calm down. I mean, I still think of. When Michael Jermaine Tyson <laughs> chewed off an ear. Oh, God. And we laugh about it now. I mean, I can't remember a time when we didn't laugh about it. I remember the jokes pretty much immediately. And mm, different time. Yeah. I mean, this was before social media, obviously. So, um, and medium.com. <laughs> all of this, Instagram and everything else. So. I mean, okay. The thing about it is that Will Smith is ridiculously wealthy. He and his wife have a fortune. And they're going to be just fine. So, like, my heart is not bleeding for them. I just think y'all are doing the most. Yeah, I I also felt that way. But here we are in that whatever of yep, it. In the aftermath, um, still. Chris Rock had a comedy show where hecklers were being removed, including people shouting fuck Will Smith or just interrupting altogether. Whether you were pro-Will or or anti, he was just having people removed, which I completely understand. Mama, first of all, I haven't had it. I don't have any material written for this, girly. It just (laughs) happened. If you think I'm going to come up here and do some hack shit and just like... You know what I'm saying? Ham fist together some whatever ass jokes about this shit when I really could cash in. Right. No, no. You're yeah. going to get the bit that I had prepped when up I for sit this down. fire to getting smacked in the face. <laughs> right. That's the end of it. And if anybody say anything I don't like, you leave. And <laughs> like anybody speak out of turn, bitch, get out. 
I get it. I, I mean, that. yeah, and I think I understand it even more so because, like, as somebody who has been on stage, bitch, let me do this. Can I do my job that people paid to people come and paid see? to see me? This is not the you show. If it was, I would not be on stage. This is the me like, show. So let me do my fucking show. There's a whole. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Tony Rock, his brother, also. <sighs> now this. Sorry. Sorry. Now let me tell you this. If you watch the clip, it's very like the clip of Tony Rock at the No Remorse comedy tour where he's talking about, you know, you can't come up on stage on here. Like if you watch it, a little it's a little cringe. Mm-hmm. Um to me, just because it's very like it's real stand-up-y. Like I don't Ooh, just, okay. it's just like there's it's just like I feel like different people have different energies on stage, baby. But it, there's something about it at first to me, the whole, like, this ain't the Oscars bit. Like, come on. But... Oh, girl, we know. Because Tony Rock is on stage. The shot sending, I'm not going to fault you for it. Bitch, if you slap my brother on stage, I'm coming for your wig, too, when I mm-hmm. step in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. The end. Now, I'm probably going to, in private, say to my brother, what the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? Like, why the fuck would you be making fun of a bald bitch? Like, we, what are you, what are you, <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you making fun of people with aloe? Shut up. Shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to give a fuck. You, what do you mean you ain't know? Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, I would be dragging my brother. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as I have my time to speak, I'm coming for you. You like, Because I get it. We're all human. Right. I mean, I don't Everybody have no problem. Has a different perspective. I think it makes total sense for somebody to defend their brother, even if publicly defend their brother, even if they think that their brother was in the wrong. My issue was with disrespecting Jada in the process of that. Talking mm-hmm. about, you're going to hit my motherfucking brother because your bitch gave you a side eye. Now, first of all, coming from you, bitch is not a term of endearment. So watch how you talk about my fucking wife. Like, I feel like Will has already made that clear. But also, do you really think your brother, like your relationship with your brother, you, Tony Rock, who I probably not have thought of since all of us rapped, like, do you really think your relationship with your brother matters more to me than my relationship with my wife? Do you really think that was my priority? Do you think I saw the way Jada reacted to that and then thought, hmm, but what would Tony Rock say? I know how much Completely. he loves Christopher. Like who? Nobody's going. Saying. Who do you think that's you what, are? That's I hit what I'm your saying. It's like disrespecting my wife. Yes, I absolutely did that, nigga. That's what I'm saying. It's like perhaps like everybody like his perspective on it. Of course, is this way because he watched his brother get smacked in the face on right. TV. So it's personal for him. Yeah. The same way, it's personal for this nigga whose wife was humiliated in front of this room. I mean, again, assuming. Right. In front of this room full of white people. And you've been trying her on stage before. So right. it's like, niggas everybody done pulled just have a shot at Hennessy. the 90s. Like, Chris Rock has been in his feelings behind Jada for a long time. <laughs> Can we just, can everyone just have a little Casamigos and just... No, that's going to make it so much worse. <laughs> can everybody just have a little Hennessy? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I get protecting your brother, but blaming Jada for Will's actions is the number one thing that niggas are doing that gets on my nerves. 
Jada had yeah. her reaction. Will made his decision. They didn't sit there and confer about it. And even though I didn't have a problem with it, y'all are blaming her as if she controls Will. And if she looks upset, then Will is like, like he has no autonomy, no agency over his own body. He just does like Jada has mind control over him or something. And I just think y'all should really read his book. <laughs> I think y'all should read his book because I mean, yeah, there are I feel layers. like that. I feel like that'll shine some light on the situation for you. I mean, but a lot of y'all also just like to blame women. You don't like women. And so any opportunity you get Very true. to shit on a woman, you gonna do it. You could have made yeah. this solely about Will. How you gonna slap my brother, nigga, this, 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 blah, blah, blah. You could have went in yeah. on Will and I would have had nothing to say about it. Yeah. It's bringing Jada into it and then calling her a bitch that had But me that's like, like the common, you. that's like the common, like, what's like the common sort of, um, I can't think of the word, narrative. Okay. With it, with like a lot of niggas who have been on Will's neck about it over <laughs> Jada, or, or just from the perspective that you have, right? A lot of them have been like trying to blast him, I guess, for being weak or being controlled by a woman or by his wife, or like, why would you? You didn't slap August and all this other stuff. So it's like a lot of. To your point, I feel like a lot of people are blaming her for it rather than realizing that he had a number of options in terms of dealing with the situation right. and he picked slapping the nigga on stage. He did. Now, I am not bent into a pretzel over that decision because <laughs> it's mess. Yeah. I'm at home. Same. Like, girly. And it's not it's something that is, representa- <laughs> is, is representative of Black people, Black men, or whatever, is, or Black Hollywood as a whole. Yeah. So to me, it's just some Hollywood mess. And I'm sitting here, you know, drinking my wine <laughs> and moving on with my right. whatever my opinion is. But yeah, like a lot of people, I think, just have really weird um, outlooks on this. But yeah. everybody's opinion is their own. And like I said, when it comes to like us, like slapping somebody, I just think it 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 pushes us into this weird territory of everyone having these like in these really deep perspectives, um, a lot of which I think are tied to personal experience and, and Absolutely. stuff, which I get. Same. Um, like, I think of <laughs> Atlanta's premiere, Three Slaps. <laughs> Wait. Which was... <laughs> I forgot that that show is scary. Did you watch the new pr- the premiere? Of yes, but I have not. I have not finished it, so don't spoil it. <laughs> and I don't blame you because I definitely because took, you know like, how I am. A break. <laughs> you know how I am. I had to. I had to press pause. <laughs> I forgot no. that that show is like scary. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it has dark. It has its moments. moments. Yes, it does. It's not all. And this episode, that episode was based on like something that really yeah. happened that I never heard about. Anyways, okay, watch it. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say I don't um, want to speak on it. Get past Lake Lanier. Okay, okay. Get past Lake Lanier. Because you know, as soon as it came up, I was like, ah, yeah. the devil that at work is, and yeah. busy. Pause. As soon as that shit came, I was like, what the fuck? Because we Donald? all know about this. We all know about Lake Lanier. Please don't do this. I'm scared. I refuse. 
Anyway, anyway. But what yes, were we like, even talking about? The rest of the, like, the episode goes into okay. a situation with a young man who is slapped by his grandfather okay. three times and then taken into custody by CPS or whatever. Okay. And a home with white people. Oh, and shit. It is. Like, I literally stopped halfway through the episode because I was like, okay, no. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, that particular day, I think it was the same week that I was like, like, I don't, like, I was really pissed off and just on edge due to whatever the fuck my anxiety was dealing with that week. And I was like, what I can't deal with this uh, on tonight yep. is right watching here. a little white, a little black, numerous black kids and these, no, anyways, oh, Atlanta yeah. on FX. <laughs> okay. It's gotten better because that fucking, that premiere had me biting the tips of my fingers off. Yeah, I had to, I had to press pause and go turn on Abbott Elementary because I am a yeah. five-year-old <laughs> and I need something that makes me happy. Something with bright colors. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. that is so good. But it, is. it will it will grab you by the hairs on the yeah, back of your neck. That's true. And on your chinny chin chin. Anyway, oh, so man. you know, everybody is still in a, a swarm over this, but Y'all got um it. I feel like ov- overall we've agreed um that there are other things going on. Um and snacks to be had and um you know, snacks to be had. If you okay, know what I mean. you can say that. And just other shit to do. Also, you know, way bigger problems besides rich people fighting. So, other stuff to talk about. Let's do it. Amen. Let's oh, do also, it. Also, August Alcina made a new song, but... Oh, girl. And that's another thing. Before we move on, I wish y'all would stop bringing that situation up because, like, I don't know if y'all just didn't watch Red Table Talk or if you don't care because you can't imagine yourself being in the situation, but they made it very clear that, like, they had an open situation. They had an understanding. And the issue... No one was cheated on. Right. Nobody was cheated on. It's not like Will was embarrassed by Jada and and Jada had to, like, fight to get her man back or something. This was an understanding. The issue was not sleeping with... um, What's his name? August Alcina. That was not the, uh, the problem in and of itself. So I wish you niggas would just stop bringing this up, like, oh, he didn't smack August. Like, first of all, you don't know that. Maybe he did. But also... Yeah, I doubt it. That, right. I doubt it, because why would he? Why would mm. he do that? But again, I feel <laughs> like y'all are just always in such a rush to be mad at a woman, blame a woman for a nigga doing something you don't agree with, that you just let logic fly directly out the fucking window. I think also, when we, like, look at celebrity stories and stuff, again, when you're, like, at the water cooler, scrolling down on Baller Alert and shit and stuff. <laughs> Because that's what's happening. You're in your cubicle and you you're looking for your laughs or whatever. You're on your lunch break in your car, and I think that you know um, <laughs> a lot of the time it's like uh, playing like the match game or just trying to like uh, compare these things to mm-hmm. our own. You know what I mean? Like yeah. our own lives and experiences and stuff like that. And it's like a lot of the reasons why these things are so different and bizarre is because these people live in a completely different dimension. It's true. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, they have a different world than we do Which all is together. another reason why I was just completely not here for all of the other celebrities being like, the violence. Because it's like, no, no, girly. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> you eat live hamster. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> so you don't talk to me. <laughs> so I don't want to hear anything from y'all bitches. You leave me All right out of are it. Weird. Exactly that. Exactly okay. That. And you have a publicist take some photos of you every now and then in a Target to make us feel like you're just like us. You aren't. And that's fine. Mm-mm. They don't even remember the real world. <laughs> and bitch, how about I was just... Oh, you're talking about like the literal real world, not the show on yeah, TV. No, but I cannot wait to see this uh, New Orleans reboot with Melissa. I mean, full disclosure, Melissa is my nigga, but like, I cannot wait to see this. <gasps> I'm going to text her and saw, ask her to come on the show. As soon as I saw... I'm going to text her right ...that now. they're doing the home... Is it called Homecoming? The yeah. real world Homecoming. Yeah. As soon as I saw they were doing a New Orleans one, I almost broke the smack book. <laughs> because that is my sh- like all we need after this one is back to New York and the preview looks so good the teaser I said oh bitch <laughs> oh bitch but we absolutely absolutely do need um, return to New York because I have to know what Coral <laughs> the queen of my life is up to these days I don't know I if she's still doing those challenges. I stopped watching. Ch- no, uh, she hasn't done a challenge okay. forever. Okay. I just, <laughs> I used to really stand for Coral. So Who I would. did it? <laughs> right? That's haters. I would oh love God. to see that. Yes, absolutely. Oh, wrestle. I fucking beat bitches up. Work. <laughs> Y'all still <laughs> quote that shit to this day. <laughs> Work. She said one boob alone. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, I mean, yes, Melissa, obviously, and Coral, and... I love Melissa. What was the lesbian's name from Chicago? Anissa. 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 Oh, I always felt bad for Anissa because 9-11 is her birthday, and they were filming when 9-11 happened. Holy shit. Yeah. That's true, isn't it? Yeah, so I've always just randomly remembered that about her. She still does challenges quite a bit, and they be trying the fuck out of her. (laughs) They be trying the fuck out of her. I feel like I did a read once about about Anissa on the the challenges because they be trying to play the fuck out of her every time that she's on there and be like, oh, well, Anissa can't do this. Anissa did it. She doesn't have the stamina because she gained weight and because she's like one of the older contestants, I guess, yeah. like who's been on it At for a while. Point, but it's like, so, yeah. Anissa slays. Like, she kills the challenges. She's amazing at fucking puzzles. Like, she has the fucking experience and she don't start no motherfucking drama. Like, it, it was always, she would get right, and that was the other thing, she would always get right up to the end and then somebody would throw her into an elimination and chop her. Yeah. So, at the very least, stop trying to play that girl like she was not an asset or was not good at challenges. Y'all did that shit to her right. because she was a black girl and because she was a thick girl yep. and she was one of the older contestants. She was one of these bony ass um they White couldn't take her. The UK. They couldn't like, that's take her. That's really it. That's really all it is. I mean, they couldn't take her on her season. So well, I'm not it. shocked that she used white to smoke people a on the challenge. Show. The girls out and <laughs> show did. I just I just always remember that about her because I was still deeply tapped into real world. That was around the time that I auditioned. And let me just say you fucking auditioned yes, for the real world. Because they came to every I'm sure they came to every college town. And when they came to Norman, Oklahoma, boomer. The niggas just did it. You didn't get it, but they get it. I did it. No, nope. it's, but it's okay. But when they came to Norman that summer, old. they were, I mean, I'm not not doing that. But yeah. <laughs> this was before you could, like, film yourself and go audition. They still traveled around the country looking for niggas in person. 
And so I went to like the one of the local bars near campus to my little audition and I did not make it past like the first or second round. And we praise God because I think about me at that age and (laughs) I would be full of nothing but regret if I was on reality TV at that time. And them niggas could still re-air that whenever they wanted to and re-embarrass me all over again. So, yeah, you know. I feel like someone will now. Yeah. Oh, Melissa says she coming on the show. Uh, oh, not that sh- you're getting live <laughs> updates. I told you so, I was texting her and I meant that shit. She said yes. Hallelujah. So, Lee Daniels has uh, publicly apologized to Monique during one of her... Uh, recent shows in Staten Island. Oh, yes, I did see this. He came on stage, I think, towards the... Uh, let me not say. I don't know when this was. But he came on stage during the show. Um, and he basically said to her that he is sorry for anything that he did to hurt her. He said that, you know, she was more than just someone he worked with, but she was like his best friend. Right. I feel like probably also adds to this, um, probably factors into this whole moment. Right. Because she seems like a good friend and also she's hilarious. So why would you not, you know, it makes sense after time. Right. Has healed some wounds and things that you would miss each other. So they hugged it out. It seemed like Monique might have shed a tear or so. And um, then they did a little dance to uh, working together again, which apparently, Amen. according to reports, is happening right away. Uh, Lee Daniels has a movie called Demon House coming to Netflix. Um and Monique is going to be apparently replacing Octavia Spencer. Now, I couldn't find reasons why Octavia Spencer needs needed replacing for this film. Um, Maybe her schedule no longer allows. Yeah, that's. The, I can only imagine this if Octavia was like, I can no longer do this. Yeah, um, no shade, but just saying. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. So she's going to be replacing Octavia for, I guess, the the role in this horror movie, which sounds. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of sounds like a black conjuring. And I know that that means little to nothing to you. Absolutely nothing. I have no idea what the conjuring is about. Oh, you don't even know what it is. I'm assuming you're conjuring something into existence. I've heard of the name, but I don't know what the plot is. But I'm assuming somebody is making some chant and bringing something to life. So The Conjuring is a series of films. I believe they were started by James Wan. Oh, uh uh-uh. Classic. No. Director. Nope. This poster alone. I'm not. And it's. Yeah. Isn't the poster for the first one like a noose or something in a tree? It's a. Yeah. It's this scary looking tree. And then it has like a fucking noose hanging from it. And then you see a big plantation in the background and what looks like a house from the colonial era. And it looks like they ain't got no neighbors. So like all manners of spooky things happen. Yeah. Oh, no, bitch. I won't be looking at that. So good. it's a really good horror movie. Uh-huh. That's um, exactly why I won't watch it. But it's like about these two white people. What are their names? Um, The, oh, fuck, I don't remember. But it's about like this real life, um, married couple. That Ed and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine Warren, I believe. Yes, I'm the on the Wikipedia. They would go. <laughs> they would go around to different like homes and places and deal with supernatural occurrences and stuff like that. And the movies are super creepy. The last one sucked eggs. Oh, The Conjuring Two. Eggs. 
No, the last the the last one I think was the third one. The Conjuring, oh, the Devil made me one. do it. Oh, oh, that came. The out Conjuring last one and two were fine. Okay. Yes, the last one that came out la- last year or whatever. Yeah. To streaming, terrible. What happened? That's to not the, the Devil point. made me do. Is it not scary? It wasn't scary to me, but yeah. it also just wasn't a good film. Would it be scary to me? Yeah. Should oh okay <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Yes, you couldn't even finish that last episode of Atlanta. I thought you meant it was so unscary that I could watch it. No, no. Oh. If you couldn't get through the fucking <laughs> intro of that of Atlanta. You know, I can't Girl. watch nothing. I don't even like spooky music when on sitcoms when they switch to like the tense music. I'd be like, oh, I got you like the Halloween episode of of Family Matters with the doll. So remember the Steve so Urkel? N- Dunny? No, no, no. That was not the evil scary puppet? to me. But there okay. have been sitcoms that made me yelp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, but I don't mind. I am just sensitive in that way, and that's I embrace that about myself. I love horror. Mm-mm. I love horror. I do. So not. this sounds like it's right up my alley. It's it about does. a haunted house in Gary, Indiana. One that, according to this, uh story that I read about it, them ghosts were not playing, and they weren't afraid of no <laughs> motherfucking body. Like, girl, they said that the social workers, doctors, police came. Oh, they no. all seen incidents of it themselves. Like, the ghosts were like, it wasn't them ghosts that the family, they haunt the family, but then when everybody else comes over, it's like, y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Oh, and then they leave. No. no, the ghosts were coming over. When the people came over, the ghosts were doing full-on choreography. Oh, Wow. Pulling people up off so the ground and shit. Knew. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, They might Jesus. as well have just sold tickets because the ghosts were putting on a show. And so Lee, Lee Daniels is writing a movie or producing, directing, whatever, a movie about it called Demon House. And apparently Monique will be starring in it. Okay. So good for you guys. And shout out to one T.S. Madison exactly. for brokering this goddamn deal. <laughs> That's the, pretty much the only thing I know about this is like, yeah. it finally happened and Maddie is responsible at least partly and I'm assuming like a giant part of that. Like the yeah. motivating factor behind it and y'all are going to give her her fucking credit. You're just going to have to, sweetness. Yeah. Like, that's just, like that's the reality. She that is the moment and you're going to have to accept it. <laughs> This is I mean, she world. did a whole interview with Monique on her show, Get Into It. Yeah. They spoke about this. She did a whole interview with Lee Daniels on her other show, Get Into It. And they spoke about this. And there was encouragement and love from Maddie to get this back together. And it did. Yeah. She really got into Lee Daniels' ass, too. And so... <laughs> Here we are today. So give that black woman her motherfucking flowers. Yes. That black woman being Maddie, give her her flowers. Tell that bitch, uh, congratulations. You are a power. You are a force. Right. And thank you. Not to mention, she is the uncontested biggest Selena fan of all time. <laughs> Rickon. <laughs> oh, I feel Rickon in this Rickon. <laughs> I will watch that clip. I'm obsessed. At least once a week. Did you see niggas photoshopped her on top of the Puerto yes. Rican? Yes. Yes. I love T.S. Madison so much. I love that the kids found that sound and put it on TikTok because it just took everything to a whole nother level. I love seeing people discover it. It's everything. TikTok is also another dimension. It's something else, man. I'm leaving that to Gen Z and Gen A. That's, That's none of my business. You know... 
quarterly I maybe peek in there and see what the Oh yeah, I'll watch about. them, but I'll never be a I'll never be a creator on TikTok. I just I don't know. Maybe the no. next one. Maybe whatever y'all do next. All right, there's been a lot of discussion about Russell Wilson I've been seeing and you know, nigga podcasts and the like. And them still talking about why Sierra is with him, how he bagged Sierra. Stop this. Even though they've been together for... So long. Ever. They have two children together. How old is their youngest baby? Two years old? Oh, no. Yes, their son when turns two in July. Right, no, he so he's about July. to be two. I was about to say, no, the girl is the youngest, but no, it's the boy. <laughs> yeah. And is that so? Sienna is five. Oh, right. Sienna's five. Okay. So, So, yeah, it's just been, been it's been too long. Longer than Sierra was ever with Future. So, why are y'all so fucking pressed? I'll never get it. I I really don't. Other than y'all wish y'all could fuck Future. Other than that, I truly don't understand the hoopla. I don't. I think a lot of niggas are trapped in this like alpha male, beta male thing. Mm. And uh, cuck. I don't know. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Please, please. Like, I find that a lot of straight guys um, put niggas in like these different categories in terms of like, I don't know, strength influence, mm-hmm. intimidation, power, all kinds of stuff. And a lot of motherfuckers that celebrate, you know, the Illuminiga, they <laughs> look at Russell Wilson as a weaker one. I myself have called him the Carlton Banks of football. I stand by that. I mean, um, <laughs> I also don't so, see nothing wrong with that, especially original Carlton. Maybe not reboot Carlton. <laughs> like, maybe not. Maybe not reboot Carlton. Okay. Maybe the fuck <laughs> not. I really enjoy that show. I, I, I listen. Didn't I tell you it's good. Is really good? It is good, and it's nice to have a drama because it's longer, twice as long as sitcoms, and you get to really get into the characters. And I just love. But it. But it's also like I don't have to measure it alongside the original yes. because it's of a different. So tone. different, right? It's just it's great because you automatically know like. The backstory of these characters. Yeah. So you don't they don't have to waste time explaining that part of it. But you get this whole different spin on their stories that is updated and as far as I'm concerned, extremely realistic. <laughs> extremely yeah. realistic. I'd like to see them do that with some other shows. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see more reboots that do a 180. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, if we're going to do a lot of the remaking and rebooting, let's change the the vibe yeah. and the tone and make it something else. And speaking of that... What the, if Family Matters was a horror show? Wasn't it a horror show? Yeah, I guess. The neighbor child comes over and wrecks child some part of your home. into your house he all was, the time. He constantly, like, things. broke their roof and smashed their garage and was blowing holes in the fucking walls. Like, Has an unhealthy fixation <laughs> on one of your daughters. <laughs> <laughs> like mm. another one of your daughters went upstairs and was never seen again and never came back it's down. the conjuring it's <laughs> but uh, rare yeah. condition yeah this day and age <laughs> a lot of people have recommended the black wonder years to me um Ooh, and i haven't heard much really about good. it i've heard it's been highly recommended so that's on my list of things to watch um this weekend um because Niggas have been raving about it. So the original Wonder Years was a comedy, right? It was a sitcom, or was it a drama? Yeah, no, no, it was a sitcom, and I enjoyed it. Um, 
I don't know that, like, I mean, obviously I was, anyway, anyway, I'm going to watch Black Wonder Years and more reboots that, like, turn the show on its head and it's not just an updated version. Like, give us, give us a little pizzazz. Add a new spice to the formula. Give us something new. And like Quinta said, stop taking topics off of Twitter. (laughs) Read. (laughs) Read. She said people like Abbott because it's not a regurgitation of their timelines. <laughs> oh, she's tired, y'all. <laughs> I said talk your fucking well, shit then, then. Quinta. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. I I just have no no option but to stand. Well, here we are. <laughs> yep. So Russell Wilson was on a podcast. Uh <laughs> What's this one called? Straight from the Heart? This is one of Kevin Hart's uh, Laugh oh, Out Loud makes radio sense. Shows. I was like, what podcast? But yeah, another rich, famous nigga, of course. Yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, And so, during the interview with him there, and this is like a round table. I didn't even see him at first. It was like one, two, three, four, five, six niggas, and then Russell. Jesus! Back. Yeah, I don't know if it's normally that many people because I'm not familiar with the podcast, but... um, Or the show... Uh, but they talked to to Russell and they asked like what what did he say like what was the vibe that got yeah. him to bag Sierra right which again whatever um, and so he tells this story about how they were you know sitting together they had been already like chatting for two and a half hours their first date I guess and he had his wallet out and he says that his wallet was basically towed down and broke up and just looked ridiculous <laughs> and. At some point, Sierra joked to him, that wallet, you losing with that. Mm. And he said, he made note to say that he held his finger up. (laughs) Like, he he held up a finger. (laughs) Okay. Which I thought was hilarious. Mm -hmm. And then he said, first of all, with me, you're never losing. And I'm sure that she just soaked. I'm sure that she felt like, I'm sure that her water broke. Listen, because I feel like most other niggas would have been like, oh, <laughs> like would have tried to laugh it off and been like, yeah, you right or something like that. Or got like, mad. Right. Or, right. Or been like, bitch, I'll slap <laughs> you. Right. But I love that he was like, the finger really drives at home. Like, let me tell you I, exactly how wrong you are. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, my wallet may be tattered. <laughs> but it's no such thing as losing over here, girl. Oh, yeah. What is a rap from that very fucking moment? He said, first of all, with me, you're never losing. And then he said, second of all, which let's say, let's, let's acknowledge the fact that he had another one after saying, first of all. So the man is because smart. Many basic bitches like He's myself quick. would just say, first of all, and there isn't a second. <laughs> so there was no need for us to say it. I got to look up this man's <laughs> Um, But he said, second of all, that wallet shows consistency. Mm. And that's what you're going to get from me. You're going to get somebody who's going to be consistent for you every day. And I know that he loves the way that she wow. likes it because <laughs> the way that she probably Why put on her, give us her tightest lace. You know it. It was it from that point on. Like, <laughs> he didn't have to say nothing else. Man, let these people be in love and be cute or whatever and have their babies. Like, they're literally not, they don't bother no motherfucking body. Yeah, once again, now Sierra's prayer was strange. Uh, Sierra's prayer was. I I really disliked it, but I wasn't shocked by it at all. Not at at all. All. Not at At all. all. 
like the laugh that I laughed, <laughs> the scream I scrum. <laughs> like, but at the same time, Russell Wilson really don't be bothering nobody. Then he just makes yeah. his fucking M's and B's and plays his sports and like takes care of his kids. I don't really understand why. Candace, Candace was here yesterday. She showed me a clip of some other podcast to talk about. He's a square. We laughed about this shit for like literally hours. We just found <laughs> other ways to call people a square because something was like calling him a square over and over. He's a square. It's like. Who the fuck? That man ain't fucking you, and she ain't fucking you either. And they probably never heard of you. So like, what? What? Like who? <laughs> why do you care? Yeah. Talk about Sierra. You know, Sierra is fucking him because it's good for her, and or good for her, a good look for her, whatever the fuck he said. It's like I don't understand why you give a fuck, girl. Exactly. She had a baby with Future. She dated Bow Wow and Fifty Cent. That lady is tired. Okay, like she don't want that lady was not yeah. gonna deal with no more of whoever you would say is not. Guess what? Right. Sometimes, sometimes you want a square when you're tired of diamonds. Sometimes you are you want a square hey, when you, you better t- give the for colored girls word. who want a square when diamonds ain't enough. Okay, <laughs> like we're tired. We're tired. Okay. Yes. So let that lady be and let her be where her man is. Please just let it be. Like, clearly he's happy. She's happy. Why you niggas are pressed about this relationship that has nothing to do with you, I'll really never understand. And it can't be out of some weird allegiance to Future because I'm sure Future has had other children since then and has been with countless other women since then. I'm sure of both of those things. So why, again, are y'all so... Future don't even seem to be worried about her no more. So what is wrong with y'all? Yeah, he doesn't talk about her or throw shade as much as exactly. He used to. It's like he has really moved on. So what is wrong with these niggas who have fuck all to do with the situation? Uh, I don't fucking know. Exactly. And honestly, from this clip, I was like, okay, I get it, Sierra. Now yep, I just feel like same. if he had a, l- a little little taste of facial hair, I would really see it. I I can't do a bald face. I mean, I get it off the strength of this nigga not being trash, Russell. That's like. Seeming to be like a sweet person who, I mean, you know, this is obviously from the outside looking in, but seems to be very loving, very devoted, a good father, except a future junior as his own. Like, attractive, a beautiful, rich rich as fuck. (laughs) Like, a nice nigga who has a lot of money. Your girlfriend would leave Supportive. you right now if a nigga like that showed up. Do you understand? Gasses you up. These girls are choosing y'all because y'all are what they can get. If they could get she Russell Wilson's, they night. would. Like maybe she doesn't. Maybe she wants a nigga who will be there when she's giving birth to his baby. Yeah. And in bed when it's time to go to sleep. It's just not asking for the world. Maybe she wants a nigga who she don't have to wake up in the morning getting text messages with pictures and videos in them because her man was at the fucking strip club all night and was lying to her about being at his mama's house or what. Like, maybe she wants peace. So that shows credit. Maybe she wants peace. To that show's credit, I did see uh, some other niggas in the clip with him that were basically like, when you deal with the level of toxicity that Sierra dealt with, you just want peace. So there were other niggas in the room who were like, oh, calm, calm down. Yeah. But even if you haven't, like, women want healthy, nice, fun relationships with healthy, nice, fun men. Everybody, (laughs) I mean, some people have issues, yes, but nobody... 
Nobody is out, out here like, mm, I would just adore to be abused and neglected and disregarded and, and devalued every day in my relationship. Like, please. Some, I feel like some people who are, well, some people um, feel the same way. Like, you know, a nigga who is probably going to allow you to have more peace in your love life mm-hmm. or like their squares like some like some people really some people are systems, stimulated yes. by trouble that's true that's true some people are so used to chaos and drama that anything that doesn't feel like that doesn't feel right and so they get scared or put off by it that is very true but that is a trauma response and not a healthy yeah. response to, sorry, doctor, sorry. to, I'm so sorry, but no, it's true. I like it. Just because you feel that way doesn't mean that it's healthy to feel that way, or even that that's the way you really want to feel. It just means that that's all you know, and that's your yeah. automatic response. And you can't change that until you become aware of it. So maybe the discourse around future will open some of y'all's eyes and be like, wait a minute, I could be with a nigga who don't tear my stomach up, and I don't have mm. to worry about hacking into his phone and checking his Instagram DMs. That's possible. Mm. That's all. Speaking I'm of saying. leaving a nigga for your peace, apparently JT broke up with Uzi. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Of course not. Was it dramatic? It was so stupid. Oh, God. like it, I mean, I'm it's not Google dramatic, it. but it's it's pretty funny. So apparently, some is this person a? I don't know. I'm assuming that this person is an artist, a performing artist of some kind. No. Um, some girl, and she posted a tweet. From Lil Uzi Vert from 2015, like recently posted this on her page for whatever reason. And the tweet says, If you was meth, I would do it all day long. He said, This is what he says to this girl and adds her. Yes. And so the girl posted it on her page. I have no idea why, but. That happened. She deletes it. Um, and I guess it made its way to whatever hotel room bed that JT and, and Uzi Vert were in. And initially, it looks like JT responded by saying that the tweet was fake because that's what Uzi told her. Okay. Come to find out it was not fake. Mm. He Okay, so he told her it was fake instead of real and just old. But anybody can see that it's old. The timestamp is yeah. right there. So... Yeah. So she just believed, oh, well, it's because he lied then. I fully get it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's probably not the first time he's lied to her. I mean. And this well, was just the straw. <laughs> I fully so, get it. I fully get that. Steven Uziverse tweeted, JT broke up with me over this dumbass shit. I don't even do, I don't even do nothing. FML, which is fuck my life for my aunties. <laughs> And yeah. JT said, I don't and give a fuck if it was emoji. 2012, which is funny to me because it was 2015. So right. she's just like... She's like, it don't, don't even matter. Fuck. It could be another it really three don't years. It was. <laughs> yeah, it could have been 1984, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he said it was fake instead of old. And since he want to run to the internet about it, here you go. <laughs> I know that's right. Yes, JT. I fucking love to see that. I do. I'd love to see the girls standing up for themselves and being like, you know what you're going to do? Leave me the fuck out of it. And the fuck along. <laughs> oh, man. First of all, <laughs> Uzi's high drunk ass probably really did think that that shit. First of all, for you to say that wild ass shit to somebody, 
I have to believe that you were not sober when you said it. <laughs> probably So not. he probably didn't even remember it and such thought it was fake until he realized that it wasn't and it was just old. Either way, should have came clean. He should have taken a, uh, a second or two more to figure out what the tea was yeah. before you went ahead and gave her the incorrect answer. Like, why wouldn't you... See, I feel like... in Because the fact that she said he said it was fake instead of old leads me to believe that they had a whole discussion about whether it was fake or it was old. Because she mm. seems... She seems to be it's determined awesome. about it. Like, no, he said this. Like, like she asked for verification. <laughs> and if somebody asks you, like, is this fake or is it old, then it is on you to verify which one of those things it is. I'm sure you do a lot of drugs, you drink a lot, you party a lot or whatever else, and you don't really give a fuck about that and you definitely wasn't thinking that deep about it. But yeah. either way, I feel like this is not the first time Uzi has put her in a position where she was like, I'm finna leave this nigga. And I don't even think mm. this is the first time I've heard about them breaking up. Oh no, they break up all the time. That's what I was right. about to say. You better buy her like three bags and some yeah. sneakers and like really champagne and they're this. gonna get back together. I, I mean, may, probably so. You would know better than I would. But if not, I fully understand being like, that is the last lie you are gonna tell me, nigga. The absolute last lie. Personally, I hope that she goes ahead and keeps this permanent and just continues to make some music and be pretty <laughs> and yeah, do you that. know, date somebody who doesn't currently look like Ryuk from Death Note. Like, I don't understand. I think that she likes that he's weird. You know, I don't know. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of the time his weirdness is charming. But then sometimes, especially by way of this relationship, I've seen stuff that I did not like. Like, the way he was talking to her in that car and cussing <laughs> at, at Karish on live. I just Googled Ryuk. So... <laughs> Oh, well. I mean, that's what his hair looked like in this picture. No, I'm not mad at all. I fully see it. Or like Cynthia Dahl from The Rugrats. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, good luck to y'all. I mean, specifically to JT. To JT, yeah. To her. Shout out to Miami. (laughs) Always. The city, but also the other member of the group, I guess. Um, So, did you see this clip of T.I.? I did. I did see this clip of T.I., although it was difficult for me to watch the whole thing. Because... I don't blame you. That little nigga is so, so irritating. (laughs) It's just, like, very difficult to stomach him. It's like... I don't know. Uh, It's like watching a sixth grader, and you know how when kids... Adolescents get like really full of themselves and they start like trying to step into adult mm. roles, but they're still kids. So it's awkward and bad and you just want them to stop, but they full of themselves. Like that's the energy yeah. he gives me. Yeah, I can see that. All the way, 100%. Um, well, I can tell you that the full clip was cringe. It was real embarrassing. Um, so if you guys haven't heard, T.I. does comedy. Now he does stand up um, and has been bouncing around locally doing jokes and shows and open mics mm-hmm. and things of that nature, which led to like some whole other drama between him and Godfrey, who's like a classic comedian that people have known of forever. And yeah. I don't, we never talked about it because I didn't care. <laughs> but um, quite recently, T.I. showed up at a comedy show called One Night Only in Atlanta. 
um, at our bar, <sighs> Nedgewood. Now, this is an open mic situation hosted by a comedian named Lauren Knight. So, according... Now, in this clip that we saw first, mm-hmm. um, T.I. is walking around in front of the stage with a mic in his hand, hollering about the sexual assault allegations that uh, he and his wife, Tiny, have been dealing with for mm-hmm. quite some time now. And about how there is no case and blah, blah, blah. Very clearly irate about a comment that the comedian Lauren made up on stage while she's just basically, you know, Millie rocking in the background and waiting for him to be Um, And so that is what started it. Um, A lot of people, I guess, were upset that this woman would have the nerve to make a joke about that or whatever. How dare you besmirch the uh, I don't know why the honor of our 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 one and only Clifford Harris, I guess. Okay, I sure. I can't believe that y'all are really mad, but Me not either. after <laughs> the Oscars. But that's fine. Um, I was about to say. <laughs> so, I was really about to say <laughs> because. I'm sure these are the same niggas who... Okay, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, according to Lauren in a video she posted on her page, T.I. came to the show towards the end. It's open mic. She said he did about 30 minutes, which... I'm very confused. Like, why did why? he do... Right. 30 minutes. Why was he allowed to have a 30? Well, because he's T.I. I don't know. Maybe he paid for that, but... But he's not a cop. Well, whatever. I right. Mean, I feel like for the if the if for the right amount of money, they'll let you do it. And, I mean, maybe it was a situation where people knew that he was going to be there. I don't know if he was, like, you know, on some sort of a bill or if they promote saying that T.I. was going to come do stand-up yeah. or something like that. May maybe. Have. I don't know. Yeah, may have. But I think it's wild that he... But anyways, um, I also didn't hear anything about his set. I don't know anything about it. Maybe he's funny. I don't know. Um, mm. She says he did his set, whatever. She goes back on stage, and he's basically just heckling her, interrupting her, calling her a bitch, um, telling her to shut the fuck up. Wow. And she, at one point, says, you know, like, look, I'm, I can't say nothing about you, so chill out. She continues to say, you know, she's making jokes about marriage or whatever her thing is, hosting. And at some point, he starts to tell her to take her wig off. Like, he's still in the audience yelling, mm-hmm. take your wig off, take your wig off right now, whatever. Yeah. And so she says that she responded, I'll take my wig off when you respond to the allegations. And that is what kickstarted <laughs> the clip that we saw. And him, I guess, feeling like he, she was accusing him of rape, which... It's not I mean, necessarily what she no, said. No, she said when you respond to the allegations, not when you answer for being a rapist. Right. But niggas. Anyhow, this drunk-ass nigga then, you know, does his whole tirade around the stage and blah, blah, blah. He gets up on the stage at one point and, like, goes to, like, give her a hug. Which, to me, was, like... Like, the security's, like, stepped closer to the stage when he mm-hmm. went and did that because it was very clearly not, like, sincere. It was just, like, I'm not sober right now. And, yeah. like, 
I understand that this is dramatic and so mm-hmm. I'm going to do the thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to give you a hug, but fuck you, bitch, and stop shutting yeah. the fuck. Like, he literally hugged her yeah. and was still telling her to shut the fuck. You're at her show, mind you. Yeah. She, she's... This is it's named after her name is Laura Knight. The show is one night only. It's her goddamn show. <laughs> like you shut the fuck up. You right. sit down and let her host. Like Yeah. Literally that. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, so he then on a live claims that he never called her a bitch. Mm. He never called her out of her name. Mm. Um basically accuses her of lying and also says that he, if she can provide video of him calling her a bitch, <laughs> that he will give her a million dollars. He did say that. Lauren posted two clips on her Twitter. One of the clips saying he would give her the million dollars under letter A. And under letter B, uh, security footage from the event that goes a little something like this. So, So there it is. It's right there. Thank you for the challenge, I guess. I hope she takes that straight to court. <laughs> After that, um, Troubleman31 posted on Instagram, I've said from my entrance into the world of comedy that I intend to use my light to shine on others. To bring awareness to those who also have love and respect for the what art form. Light. In the spirit of that, everyone I'd like to introduce you to, she's Lauren, like, he put her her at okay her, her, yeah her handle she's a young up and coming comic on the scene in Atlanta check her out she's a young black woman fighting to use her voice for laughter and I understand that may take us down dark roads at times but there's always an opportunity to find a beacon of light and produce a positive outcome as I say all the time all ships rise with the high tide may she use whatever fame and notoriety right May she use whatever fame and notoriety she receives for good. I wish you the best and hope you bring the world more joy and laughter with the light you receive. I've done my part here. Ellipses moving on. So. Um, what? (laughs) Two things. Um, two reasons that you could have kept this. One. She wasn't given an apology. Mm. Two. She wasn't given her million dollars. So I don't understand yep, what we're things. doing. Like, he tried to turn this, instead of just being like, you know what? I didn't need to call you no motherfucking bitch. You know what I mean? I didn't need to be interrupting you to tell you to take your goddamn wig off and whatever when you're just right. trying to do your show. You right. ain't said nothing to me. You weren't bothering me. You weren't right. making no fucking jokes out of me. I'm clearly just drunk and doing the most. I didn't have to do all that. And he also, by the way, while he... Uh, the video that's like in this Instagram post is the both of them sitting up on the front of the stage. Yeah. And like talking it out. And he's calmed down a bit more here and is just kind of like, he knows this I is love going you. On the shade room. <laughs> and also that you're like doing the most. And the, it's not like, it's that, not that. Nobody called Tiny a ball. <laughs> they brought this a know. drink though. I know that's right. Y'all gonna have to bring me something. But he, this nigga still got a drink in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> didn't say you were a rapist. <laughs> didn't call T.I. I mean, Tiny oh, G.I. Jane. God. Just sit down. Okay. Didn't even Just go. Th- like, what she said was so tame compared to what she could have said that I feel like he posted this video to try to smooth things over and let it be whatever. And he posted something else. I haven't mm. watched this because I'm not watching no nine minute long video, but. 
Um, yeah. I'm not doing that. What I will say is, I don't even think it was about smoothing anything over. I think it's just saving face. You didn't, I guess you didn't expect her to have footage of you calling her a bitch because A, you probably didn't remember calling her a bitch because you were drunk. Perhaps and not. B, um, I guess you forgot or didn't realize that she's hosted this fucking event at this bar. Like, I don't know if it's weekly, but it seems like it's a Monday like night Like, this thing, is her regular, regular show. Thing. Okay. So, that would say to me that you have access to footage <laughs> from what happens here. Absolutely. This is... I don't even think I can give him enough, like, goodwill to be like, oh, well, maybe you were just drunk and carried away and wasn't really thinking about it. Like, I think my opinion of T.I. is so low that I can't even give him that, like, benefit of the doubt. I just assume the worst when it comes to him and that everything he did was deliberate and the alcohol maybe made him a little bit more bold about it, but that, you know, push come to shove, he probably would have done it sober. Like, that's just my just, opinion of him as a person. I just don't know why you're coming out the side of your neck and calling this lady a bitch Unprovoked. and saying that she take her wig off when she hasn't said anything to you. And, and she she's warned you. doing what she's been doing all night long. Like, <sighs> did she flame your set? What, right. what what happened? Like nothing. What are you? You just decided to be this. What's way. What's the truth? Because that may have been the alcohol that had you thinking you could heckle her throughout her show. Like <laughs> maybe that was maybe that's where Let's the alcohol stepped in. But you lost it. Stay in our seats, please. Let's just all stay in our seats all at I'm the comedy asking. gig. That's it. Let's just all stay seated at the comedy gigs, girl. Alrighty. And if you don't yeah. like it. We can always get up and leave. That's an option. We can just do that. Let's go back to throwing tomatoes. <laughs> Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Piss. <laughs> All right. Um, lastly. Wow. This one is really important to me. And I have I'm so offended and so knocked over by this last piece of news um it really rocked me to my core when i saw it this footage for whatever reason paula Patton decided to share (laughs) cooking video (laughs) why would you do this (laughs) paula Patton, ever so earnestly Mm -hmm, she did this this video is adorable It I mean, really is. Yeah, if the food was poisonous, this would be so cute. I want nothing to do with this food. <laughs> nothing. No one should eat that. But <laughs> but when I was watching the it, earnestness through my disgust, I was like, "Well, her apron and her little top is cute. Her house is cute, <laughs> and like she's clearly very rich, and her attitude is very upbeat and positive. <laughs> she is that. I'll give her that." It's very. It, it it gives me when Hottie cooked that chicken in the free in the microwave, and everybody around her was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And she was just all smiles, and they put a little bike bell sounds every time she blinked, <laughs> like she had no idea right. that what she was doing was disgusting. Paula Patton posted a five minute video on her Instagram called Fried Chicken Friday where she took us through, step-by-step, her mom's fried chicken recipe. Now, here's the thing. 
you ain't even really need to throw your white mama underneath the bus, Paula. You did. I could have told you that this was her. I could have told you. We all that knew you that. Learned this from her. We None all of us knew needed that. that extra piece, that extra nugget of information because we called it. Yeah. So she starts off by um, cleaning the chicken off in the in the sink, which okay. She rinsed it. Fine. Sure, you did. You rinsed it. She then places the unseasoned chicken into bags of unseasoned (laughs) Whole Foods brand flour. I was already not in on it, but as soon as she did that, I said, this can only get worse. (laughs) Pink chicken directly into pure white cocaine flour. Girl, what are you doing? <laughs> but this is her I, white mother's recipe, so of course she did. Of course she did. And then, as she's like shaking the bags up and stuff, she's talking about who this is 130. She made 138. <laughs> nope. Nope. Pieces nope. of chicken like this. Nope. 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 <laughs> oh, I hate it. Mm-mm. I could not believe it. All and I could do... I was so sick. ...was clasp my hands together and pray. Yeah. Because I said, God, what would allow this adorable, rich woman to waste 138 pieces one hundred and thirty-eight innocent pieces of chicken. Still waiting back on an answer. So she Why puts there the is fucking... a chicken wings shortage. <laughs> and you got these chicken wings out of Whole Foods, meaning you really paid for them bitches. And it was clearly nothing to you. But like this had to be, I wouldn't be shocked if it was a hundred dollars worth of wings. If not more than that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if it was quite a bit more than that. Like, I mean, the only reason I'm saying maybe it's less is because raw wings at the store tend to be cheaper than the ones you get at a restaurant, but still, it's fucking Whole Foods. And, but the, but clearly the cost doesn't mean anything to her. <laughs> she could have spent $300 on them chicken wings and it would have meant nothing to her. It's just, to me, the fact that you made that many wings and I would not even pick one of them up. I assume you undercooked every last one of them. <laughs> Do you think you're supposed to have to change out the grease every two rounds of chicken? Is that what you think? That must be what you think. <laughs> she follows this up by hawking a can of avocado oil into a frying pan. Oh, Lord. Of course she fries an avocado oil. Nothing wrong with it, but of course she does. <laughs> Putting the vacant, coked-up flat chicken... <laughs> Into the fucking oil. Did. Then <laughs> she begins to season. And she oh. said it with a tone that I ain't like. I ain't appreciate the fact that she she was like, then we put our season on. As if to say, like, I know that this what ain't the way that bitches do it. Right. But this is the way that we do it. And it's lit. You need to learn you something. Don't insult my intelligence. Don't do that. Don't do that. I don't know what the fuck you are doing. Because let me tell you something. Me, in my household, the way that I was raised, fried chicken is a two-day process because that chicken would have been seasoned and it would have put it in the motherfucking freezer yes. and we would have got to it the 
next day. Exactly. A lot of people brine overnight, but or at least for several hours. Like, I'm really... Even if you were going to make it fresh like that, you would at least want to let it sit and make sure it comes to room temperature before you fry it. But that's I if have... you know how to fry chicken. And I just don't, I cannot believe that she does. <laughs> Bitch, how you gonna dump lorries and paprika and black pepper into hot oil and then be like, mm, and then after turning it like three times, pull it out the grease and be like, yummy, bitch. <laughs> that chicken fried for like maybe seven or eight minutes. <laughs> oh. She put so much goddamn Lori Lori's season salt on this guy on this chicken. It. I could not. They look like it. flaming hots. Talking about what I like it fuck? salty. You, you'd have to. <laughs> you could use a lot if you less eat it like this. If you just simply seasoned it beforehand, you could use a lot less salt because you're you you're losing a lot of the salt to the avocado oil here because you're seasoning the, the fucking, fucking grease. What Westeros are you doing? cooking? <laughs> You this took is, it back to when they fried chicken on rocks. This is a great way to have salty ass chicken skin and flavorless, disgusting salmonella meat. Who was this for? Like, because white it children feels like and her white a cooking school. video for new white moms. Like a 31-year-old exactly white woman who just had a baby with a black man and she's like, we exactly he that. wants chicken. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can't. Because, so she, I, oh, so bad. <laughs> when I tell you that I would be like, where the sides at? <laughs> or can you just get me, can I have an Essentia? I'll just drink water. Oh, man. Anyhow, she posted a follow-up video when she woke up the next day and was informed that the streets were reading her and basically let us know mm-hmm. that um, she's open to trying other fried chicken recipes and learning new things, but she's always going to sh- cook fried chicken, her mother's recipe, uh, you know, from time to time because that's the way that she likes it and the way that she grew up eating it. And she was cooking it also. Yeah. She was cooking that chicken for her son and his school. That's, I mean, as soon as I heard that, I was like, you're going to serve this to children? You're going to serve? I mean, and when she bit into it, it was like, doesn't that look good? And you can see the pink flesh of the chicken and that red ass bone. I was like, you're not seriously serving this to people. You're not. She was still so cute about it. Like she literally had like yeah, has like the was. vibe of a Pikachu. She like was. she's just like not blown over by it at all. No. She was just like Which yeah, is adorable. No, the way that me and my mom cook it. Yeah. Disgusting. And she love you. I love that she doubled down on like, yeah, my white mother, and I'm proud. Like she didn't seem Oh yeah. She threw that, that white doll baby underneath <laughs> two buses. She said, it is my mom's recipe. And so I'm open to feedback, but I'm going to keep doing it our special way. <laughs> yeah, it's special, all right. <laughs> it is special. And again, like, I would not have had an issue with this. Like, I would have simply laughed because you don't know how to fry chicken. I got angry about it because this is undercooked and unsafe to eat. 138 pieces! And you served it to children? Maybe if you have a certain amount of white blood, then you can handle, like medium rare chicken I but I don't think 
I don't think some of us. I, I know I can't. You serve me chicken that looks like that. I'm gonna be sick all night. Stomach toe the fuck up. I just cannot do it. But you know, maybe over there y'all eat raw poultry and and game and things like that, and so your systems are used to it. I really don't also, know, but this chicken like and a meat thermometer. I know niggas. <laughs> You're not even a nigga. Oh, my God. Thank you. But, like, you could just check the temperature of your chicken to make sure that it's... I don't think that that's a step. That's not a step for her or her mom's recipe. They don't... They, Until that, you know what you're doing, you should really be... And, I mean, know what you're doing, like, the back of your hand. You should really be checking the temperature of your fucking food. Because fried chicken especially looks done way before it is done. I feel like somebody down to the school was like, your mom should cook us chicken. <laughs> with like half a grin with like a little smirk we really want some of your mom's famous chicken <laughs> and you should tell her to record it for Instagram while she cooks it the craziest part to me is Do that the grandpa. this isn't even recent this happened a month ago oh did it? she posted this on like March 4th and it took this long just it? because somebody, I saw this TikTok of this black girl who found the video. Oh, yes. And her TikTok she had up. niggas be that. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> well, TikTok I saw that. strikes again because niggas wasn't even paying Paula no mind. <laughs> the track queen. I think that's your TikTok, ma'am. Oh, shout out to you for breaking the story, girl. <laughs> More efficient yeah, than the New York Times because... You had me in an absolute tizzy. After I saw that TikTok, I just said, I know good and fucking well. I know good and fucking well. Like, I just know she not finna do this. And she did. Every time I thought she cannot, she not finna. She not finna season this meat while it's in the hot grease. Like. She not finna turn it over and season it again. And then you see how fucking black that grease is after she fried like six wings. <laughs> that grease is And you know something? New. Her son probably goes to school with like predominantly white you know, students. She, you know, and you so know a does. lot of them are probably like, "Yum, my mom makes it just like this too." You and I, you or I, if we were born to wealthy people, right. would have been the yeah. one black kid in the goddamn class with this fucking chicken in front of us, just crying. What did we do to deserve this? And why? how much longer do we have to go to this God-forsaken establishment? Would have been into it and immediately been pissed and angry and devastated. Because as a young nigga, I know I cannot eat this. I, don't, I just feel like I was born knowing that pink chicken is bad for you. Also, both of us in high school, I think, were pretty black. Yeah, absolutely. And so, absolutely. And I just would have been like, so you going to bring chicken in here? And then, Paula would have came in with with four trays of chicken and said, it's my mom's recipe. And I've been like, no, so, so where's, where's the dip? <laughs> I'd love a lemonade. Thank you. I'm not hungry. Thanks. Oh, I'm just, who brought the cookies? These are Cause we would have known. We would have, you right. We would have known as soon as she would came in there talking about it's her mom's recipe. Oh, okay, well, let me know. You think, got some okra. I don't think her son is even that old. Like how old is, I, I assume he's elementary school age. Cause why, why would you be bringing chicken? But, Regardless, this was just, it was just so bad. But I admire the way she handled it. She she was. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, it was. Again, if your chicken wasn't dangerous, I would just laugh. It was just like, there's something so Rose Nyland about it. Yeah. It, it's the it's the level like of the pride you had know. in what a bad job you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't even, you don't seem and to like, realize I'm that not this isn't good. It, so right? no harm. <laughs> <laughs> she makes her go flugenjagen and everybody is right. like, bitch, if you don't leave me alone. 
Right. And she's like, y'all don't like salmon and peanut butter and <laughs> testicles. Fish eyes. <laughs> Girl, that's it for the hot tops. Sort of. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. <laughs> is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts all right folks we're back and it is time to read your letters yes if you have a question for us please send it to ask the read at gmail.com we will try our best to read it aloud on the show we have an update this week from akira who wrote to us about her nigga talking about how he could pay all the bills but then asking her for money and all that last week so Akira oh. said, the same day I wrote to you guys, I explained to him that while it was okay if he didn't have the money, it was not okay for him to not communicate, no matter how uncomfortable, embarrassed, or whatever other testosterone-induced emotion he felt. Yikes. I gave him the option to either give me the money back and learn a lesson on accountability or keep it and be confident that I would never open my pocket mook or Venmo again to assist with these financial burdens that he was choosing to believe were above my understanding. He admitted that not only was he expecting a bonus from work that had been pushed back, but also that in past relationships, his partner had used the money he had against him, and he was worried it would cause a problem if he admitted he didn't have it. Now, I definitely wasn't sympathetic because, yeah, I mean, that's what he, that's what she said he said. I, I wasn't sympathetic because he didn't think it was a problem when he asked for that shit, so how you think it's a problem now? I also explained that while I could understand that line of thought, it had about as much to do with me and my money as child support as his child support payment should have. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's what he needed it for. Yeah. However, I did agree that he could pay me back the following week when his bonus hits. I immediately had him pull up his bank statements against mine and we created a budget. So we will both have clear pictures of our financial obligations Ugh. going forward. 
He kept his word. Is this her husband or boyfriend? I can't remember. I think it was just her man. But they live together. Like, they have combined their families Mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He kept his word and paid me back as promised. And now I have access to all his accounts. And I have taken on managing our family's finances. (laughs) Work, Santana. 99% of the household maintenance, I'm sure it is. Thanks again, Akira. Well, girl, if, if taking on... If this worked for y'all, then I am so happy for you. So, listen, same. Exact same <laughs> I think sentiment. that is the most positive thing I can say. Exactly the same. Good luck. Yep. God bless. Amen. And Ja forever. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to deal with this no more from this man and he has truly learned and will grow. Now, we do have a quick question here from Mariah who wants to know if you have played Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. You have, and she went, oh, okay, you know, so if you have played it, Mariah would love to know what you think about the game. Um, that's such a random, I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's kind of, when did it come out? It came out last year, maybe the year before? I think it came out last year. I don't remember, but it's an older game at this point. Not that old, but I beat it in the DLC quite a while ago. Oh. It's great. It's very cinematic, like samurai action title mm-hmm. if you like those old school samurai movies and stuff like that um then it's right up your alley very cinematic and fun and also there aren't many games that allow you to fight with swords and it really feels like your sword fight and so i appreciated that oh okay fun wish i could have hacked off more limbs but that's just because i'm dark-sided <laughs> does it does it like bleed when you cut people off or when oh, you yeah. stab them, oh, there's like blood coming out. Yeah, but not as much as I would have liked. Oh, it was tame. Okay. It was pretty tame. Any yeah. blood is too much for me. But all right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So our next letter this week comes from Henny, who says, "My friends and I like to go out to dinner, but I'm having a dilemma. I'm pretty sure both of them make more money than me, and I think this because they both have degrees and use CPAs to file their taxes." Well, I have a high school <laughs> diploma and I use TurboTax. <laughs> okay. Rallied. Anyway, I'm completely okay with eating catfish or chicken while they have salmon or lamb. But the issue is that whenever we go out what? to eat, we always split the tab evenly. Mm. What would have been a 40 or $50 expense for me turns into 80 or $100. I don't want to come across as being cheap or stingy, but how can I get them to split the tab between the two of them or just have all three of us pay for our own meal? I've read articles and seen memes about that one annoying friend, and I don't want to be that, but I also don't want to keep going over my budget for dining expenses. What's wrong with just paying for what you order? What should I do? Please help. Any advice is welcome. Thanks, Henny. All right, Henny. So I'm going to be real with you. I don't... I don't really see the problem in just, I guess, being the quote-unquote friend. And saying, look, I'm going to pay for what I ordered because that's what I can afford to do. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think that there's anything wrong with that. And I don't think that you should be paying over your budget just because of whatever weird table. Like, I don't really understand that all of the time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because for me, typically, when it comes to eating out at restaurants, Nine times out of ten, I'm either just paying the bill or mm-hmm. I'm paying for what I ate. So I don't 
Yeah, it's if unless it's a situation where the bill is like automatically separated, I'm probably just going to put it all on my card just to make things as easy as possible. But that's a privilege. You know, that's not regular nigga shit. I was not always able to do that. That's why I said I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm, like, I don't have too much uh, experience in this a whole, well, let's, you know, let's just split it evenly. Da, da, da. Like, that's happened a couple of times. And yeah. again, I'm blessed to be able to just be like, oh, whatever, you know? Right. But I don't think that there's anything wrong for any reason. Like, even if you could afford it, if you just want to be like, I just want to pay for what I ate. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. But if you super... I mean, help if I'm wrong, tell me. But I feel like there's, if you can afford, if you if your budget simply allows for you to pay mm-hmm. for the meal that you ate, I feel like you should just say that. Yeah, I don't think there's wrong, anything wrong with that either, just because, you know, you make the amount of money you make. Um, and it's three of y'all going out to eat. I don't mind asking the waiter to s- divide us up three ways if if other people, like, insist that I do not pay for the meal, which has happened, people are, like, over me at this point. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. if they insist on it, I don't have no problem with, you know, splitting it up and we all paying for what we order because it's just the three of us. It's when y'all come into, like, brunches and it's 18 niggas and f- 40 different carafes of mimosas and all this and y'all start arguing about $3 between the omelet that you said you ordered and the burrito that you actually got or whatever. That's when I'm like... So the splitting it of three ways is easy... Or splitting it is just a way of being like, this is quick. For me, it's out of consideration for the waiter. Because it's just easier? Right, right, right. Exactly. It's just easier to bring one ticket. And and so that's why I said if it's three people, okay. Like, I'm not going to feel bad for that and you're getting a tip. But if it's like a pack of niggas... And y'all over here arg- and y'all be arguing them down and then tipping them three dollars. Yeah, that's that when we're I'm not like doing. Yeah, that, that's another reason like, why I don't feel like there's anything like wrong. That. That's why I, I also don't feel like there's anything wrong with um with saying that in this case. Cause like I feel like you would be the friend if it were a brunch with 18 niggas and you were like, All right, who had the pot stickers? <laughs> the vegetable fire, right? You had the omelet. No. Yeah, that's Wait, what I hate. So you little, have I hate that conversation so much. Yeah, which is a part of the reason why, the, like, a bitch like you and me, <laughs> we'll and just a couple pay of it. other friends, we'll just, we'll pay, just it. pay it. And be like, if you want, oh, you want to Venmo me? That's fine. You can do that. You want to sell me? Yeah, that's, fine. that's easier. But those of you who, like, you were scraping to be here, no shade, because I get it been there before, and I'm not pressed over the $25 that you're right, meal though. If, if it's like, three, four people in a group of us, I wouldn't mind splitting it evenly either. Yeah. But if I'm in a situation where, girl, we're at some place and, you know, the girls are eating lamb yeah. and shit like that, like, no, right. I don't think it's fair and I don't think that they're friends of yours if they can't understand that, like, look, I can't be afford- affording to throw an extra $30, $40 on my tab. Yeah. Because, that's gas you know, money. y'all got money. Right. Yeah. Barely these days. Right. And I feel like the fact that you said, you know, you're pretty sure your friends make more than you and you think that because of these reasons, they probably do. You're probably right. But also they may not know that about you. They might not yeah. know that you are not making the money they're making. Doesn't sound like it. And since you always go along with splitting it evenly, they probably are just thinking like, oh, it ain't no big deal. Like, 
we'll just do it. Like, I feel like if your friends, if these are your real friends and they knew that there's like a significant income gap between you, then they would be perfectly fine with everybody paying for their own or treating you sometimes or whatever. Like, I just, if these are your real friends, then it should not be an issue. But I think maybe like y'all don't really talk about money like that, which is understandable, but like maybe just telling them, look, I ain't got it like that. Some things are tight and I can only afford the <laughs> the chicken fettuccine Alfredo that I ordered and my one glass yeah. of wine. You know, like if that's what my friend said, I would be like, first of all, bitch, order whatever you want to. It's all me. All of a sudden, this is a business dinner. Like <laughs> I would definitely do that. But if I couldn't do that, then I would be like, Cool. You know, pay pay your your thirty, forty, fifty dollars for your meal. And why would I be mad at you for making less money? And there's no reason for me to be angry. Right, that's what I'm saying. That. Like it it sucks that you even feel, you know, like, oh, I don't want to be that friend or whatever, whatever. And you talk about two people that you feel like make more money than you and eating whatever and like fuck all of that. Yeah. Fuck all of that. Stand to stand up like no. Yeah. This is the world that we're living in right now. Like shit is Crystal hard. Said, Inflation girl, is real. Every hello. Hello. It's a lot of money. A lot of things you could do with that extra ass money. Yes. Or whatever. And they should, as friends, understand or whatever. Yeah. But I think you also made a good point. And like sounds like uh this person is making a lot of assumptions about yeah. her friends or their yeah. friends' um financial uh status. And so one can only assume that your friends would just be doing the same with you. Yeah. So if that's you don't, true. Maybe if nobody, <laughs> maybe all of y'all wish you could be on a chicken <laughs> budget and nobody has the nerve to be like, girl, why are we still spending a hundred dollars on dinner every other Tea. week? <laughs> maybe, maybe you, you know, saying something might be what takes y'all yeah, down to the Denny's where they all be <laughs> like, well, you know what, girl, now that you mention it, now we're going to go to Red Robin. <laughs> yes. Yum. <laughs> I'm telling you. Go get you a burger. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, I would say just have the conversation and, yeah, your your actual friends should not be tripping off of this. Yeah. Good luck with that. Our next letter comes from Abby who says, I'm having trouble dealing with my dad and I wanted y'all's input. My dad had a stroke back in 2020 and while he's mostly recovered, most of his basic fu- motor functions... Oh, so he's recovered most of his basic motor functions and can speak in full sentences now, but his dementia has gotten worse. The other day I went to his house and he was talking about some old movie with some old actor that I don't know because I'm young and he's old. And all of a sudden he said, (laughs) he said, yeah, I think he's an F, meaning the slur for gay men. Right. And I hate Fs. Everybody thinks it's okay, but I think that's disgusting. My blood went cold and I saw red. I got up to leave and my dad got all defensive and saying dumb shit like, why are you mad? Are you one of them? I wouldn't call myself gay exactly, but I have dabbled with women before and I didn't hate it. So I guess I'm not completely straight, but pretty much all my friends are gay or trans and I simply do not tolerate that homophobic shit from anybody. So I told him that wasn't the point and that what he said was dead wrong, but he just shrugged it off. We haven't talked since then, but now my sister wants him to ride with me for my niece's birthday party that's about 2.5 hours away. I told her I'm not doing that shit. No, 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 no. And I told her why. She says she understands, but that somebody is going to have to drive him down there for her wedding that she's having in a few weeks and that I need to get over it for the sake of the family. 
The way I'm no, feeling no. right now, though, I just refuse to sit in a car with him for any length of time. Should I just let it go and accept that my dad is old and won't change or say fuck it and deal with him in small doses when I can? What do you think? Thanks, Abby. All right, Abby. I'm currently in the era of my life where I'm like, let old people be old. If you set in your ways, girl, um, you set it, it and forget it. Because <laughs> right. they will forget it. Oh, I mean, no shady does have dementia, but. Oh, shit. You said it. <laughs> You you said it. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> you sure did. What I mean is that, you know, I <laughs> I'm not really uh interested in putting too much energy in trying to get um stubborn older people to Get out of their right. ridiculous, not a fan of ways of thinking. Not I a just fan don't of that. <laughs> have the energy for it. Sounds like you don't either. Um, and I'm not with the familial pressure uh, to place yourself in situations that are going to be uh, triggering for you to be upsetting or just disturb your peace of mind. Yeah. When soon as she said the sister, yeah. Soon yeah. as the sister was like, well, somebody's going to have to drive them. Great. <laughs> Great. News flash. Fantastic news indeed. Yep. Billions of other motherfuckers <laughs> who can do that on this motherfucking planet. Okay. So. So many people who could do this job. Greyhound would do this job. <laughs> Hello? Hell, for the right price, Uber would do this job. That's what I'm... I was just about to say that. <laughs> Girl. You better look up a car service app or, or some, like, bitch, because I'm not doing it. And for you to sit up here and say, oh, well, I understand that, but... Means that you don't give a fuck about my peace yeah. of mind. You don't give a fuck about how I'm going to feel. You yeah. don't give a fuck about any of that. You're talking about, oh, do this for the family. Well, guess what? Guess what? I'm part of the fucking family, too. Right. And why should I have to deny the way y'all hurt me for the sake of the family, but the family never has to give up being shitty to me? Move. Why is it no. always me who has to go along with the bullshit and never y'all who has to, like, stop being shitty so that I can or exist even just in peace? Think twice about your shittiness. You get to be full force, unabashed yeah. fuck. Yeah. But I have to be the one to bend over backwards all of the time for the sake of the family. Guess what? Fuck the family. The family <laughs> fucked my, my husband. husband. That's right. That's right. They fucked fuck my, my husband. Icon. <laughs> like, girl, please. Yeah. I'm not mad at no. you refusing to take this man anywhere. I mean, and I also don't know maybe as much about dementia as I should, but I don't think it. I don't think it makes you homophobic if you weren't already that. I don't think so. Haven't heard about that. Like, I've known elderly people who had dementia, and they they were perhaps a little bit more willing to say things. Like, the, they had lost the filter, but the beliefs at the core did not change. And so, you know, I don't get the feeling that your dad was always, like, super pro-gay, and then dementia took over. I have a feeling this has been, like... But an issue for a while. And you don't have to hurt yourself for the sake of your sister's wedding. If she wants him there that bad, she can arrange transportation that has nothing to do with you. Over the knee. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> like, and to your point, 
even if he was like down at the the pride parades, you know, taking black and white fo- photography at Folsom, just super into the gays. Yeah, could have been. Even if he was, and then dementia took over and made him a homophobe, you still don't have to subject yourself to that if it's going to exactly. disturb your peace and make you uncomfortable as far as I'm concerned. You do. That's very true. All that would do is provide context where you could be like, oh, my father is suffering with blah, blah, blah. And he doesn't really mean these things. Like, and that's if dementia did that, which again, I don't know, but I'm skeptical. (laughs) Doctors who listen, let us know. But like, that would make it a lot easier to accept like, oh, I know my dad's heart. He's not really like this. The illness is taking over. That would be one thing, but you don't even have that to lean on. Right. So, no. If your sister wants her dad there that bad, then she will figure out a way for that to happen. I agree. If she or her fiancé or somebody else in their city or if somebody else in y'all city needs to shuttle him back and forth, then they can make that happen. It's not like the wedding is in six hours. And even if it was, you're still within your rights to be like, you're not getting in my car with that bullshit. So, yeah, my reaction is is going to be very specific to, like, the details of the situation. But in general, I'm just like, oh, no. As an adult, one of the biggest blessings of being an adult is being able to do shit you could not do as a child. Like, say no to your parents and resist family pressure. Like, you can actually do it when you're allowed. When you are grown and independent, you can just be like, actually, fuck off. No. And, no. you, and you don't have to. So, yeah, I would just leave it at that and uh, tell my sister, well, if you want me to help you find out when Amtrak can pick him up and deposit him, I'm more than happy to help you with the train schedule. But he's Somebody not getting in my car. Somebody can get this nigga right. and take him down to the place. One of the cousins, like, Annie's uncle. One of our cousins. Somebody can do like, it. There has to be another family member that can drive this nigga. I'm period. sure y'all got a homophobic cousin who would love to sit around and Damn. <laughs> They can bond on the ride over. Right. You got a cousin who don't give a fuck and would love to hear that shit. So, But you put that nigga in a car with me. Let me tell you something. It's going, one of us not going to make the it. The first <laughs> moment that Sophia Petrillo says some shit that I don't fucking like, I'm stopping Absolutely. at a Wawa and she's getting out. Yeah. That's so real. So um, good luck to you, Abby, uh, with this conversation. But if you feel like standing your ground then just know that it is absolutely fine to do that. And your sister can be mad. That's her right. But you have the right to not hurt yourself to it for other people's benefit. And would she do it for you? And it's just a question you should ask yourself. It's just a question you should yeah. ask yourself. What about that? Oh, okay. We are running so long. So let's wrap up the questions right there. Again, if you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it, I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge Prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are... 
The first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. <laughs> Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I broke the fourth wall. <laughs> You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by. I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. All righty, folks. It's uh, the end of the program here, and it's time now for the read. Uh, go ahead. I don't. Really so this is not really going to come as a surprise to most of you, but I'm cussing out Amy Schumer this week. Um, as far as all the white women who have been extremely annoying about this Will Smith, Chris Rock situation, she's up there. She's like mm. top three as far as love, love annoyances. And um, Amy Schumer could not wait to turn the events of the Oscars into her <laughs> new set. She could not wait to implement that shit. She had a show at the Mirage on April 2nd. And wait, I thought that she was like. I thought she said she was, like, going to lay down somewhere because she was traumatized. Yeah, you know, uh, except for work, I guess. Oh, Which, okay. okay. so then you're still around. I was hoping you would go away. But, um, so first of all, she refers to Will Smith as Ali during the set. Her show's right before ours in that, uh, the Netflix festival. I don't give a fuck, and I'll say it to her face. Amy, please No, I don't. I know the, that you don't. Oh. I just think that that's funny. Okay. <laughs> like, come, please, come, come, please, come. To your goddamn face, because she first of all she calls Will Smith Ali during the set, which really pisses me off. Because anyway, so she talks about this how she was unnecessarily feeling right. Like I get it, but stop it. And white women like like this whole oh he's a boxer, like he's inherently violent in some way. Like I don't like the connotation. Will Smith did that. Muhammad Ali didn't do that. So <laughs> so just stop. Stupid bitch. If I could name a character you ever played, I would make the same comparison <laughs> with you. But anyway. I this bitch. Oh, no. I can't think of anybody. Of course you can't. But anyway. So she's, you know, talking about, and she gave the audience, like, a warning. She was like, I'm going to do the Oscar jokes that... They said I couldn't do, and my lawyer told me not to, but I'm going to do them anyway. Don't get mad. Of course, people are going to get mad. Um, the details of some of them I didn't see and don't care. The one that I do care about is the one about um, Alec Baldwin. If you remember a few months ago, Alec Baldwin shot, like, I think one of the DPs on the set of the movie Rust, which I think is yeah. probably never going to be made at this point. And so the joke that she was told not to say at the Oscars, that her lawyer told her not to say in this set, and that she chose the white woman ahead, full speed, and do anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Was, and I quote, Don't Look Up is the name of a movie? More like Don't Look Down the Barrel of Alec Baldwin's Shotgun. End quote. And then she said... Again, that's not even funny. Like... I wasn't allowed okay. to say any of that. I'm not that. the funniest person in the world, so... Um, you're funnier than Amy Schumer. 
You're funny, and and it's not close. <laughs> like you're, if this was a just world, you would have Amy Schumer's money and attention and deals and all that. But no, but she said I wasn't allowed to say any of that. But you can just come up and smack somebody. So first of all, first of all, you stupid bitch, you weren't allowed yeah, to say would... that because it's a horrible goddamn joke. It's 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 ter- like it's awful. Bitch. And if Alec Baldwin's wife would have walked up there and slapped the shit out of you, I would have had the same. Well, attitude. within her rights, sucks it happens, but hey, girl. Or the <laughs> woman he murdered. If her family or friends walked up to you and smacked the fuck out of you, I would have been like, it's exactly what you get. The fact that you think that that joke is less violent than Will Smith smacking Chris Rock says everything to me. How do you feel like it's okay for you to joke about a woman who actually fucking died? She died. This lady was at work doing her fucking job and due to what I I want to assume is like gross negligence ended up yeah. dying at her job. You thought that that was funny and something that was appropriate to say on stage at the goddamn Oscars, but Will Smith was going too far? Will Smith is going too far? I don't... White people are out of their goddamn minds. Secondly, oh, I wasn't allowed to say that, but he can just come up and smack somebody. Do you think the Academy knew about this in advance and was like, okay, Will, three, two, one, let's go. He wasn't allowed to do that. He didn't get clearance first. He right. simply did it. You weren't allowed because you had rehearsals, because you had jokes written out. Exactly. Because they heard what? that in advance. You're so goddamn stupid. If they had known in advance he was going to do that, they would have done everything. Well, I'm going to assume that they would have done everything to make sure that didn't happen. Same way they told you you was not going to say that horrible ass joke on air. Your problem is you don't listen to good goddamn sense. <laughs> Because the Oscars producers told you not to. Your own fucking lawyer told you not to. If you had a sense of, like, reason and and intelligence and a, a code of ethics or any morals about yourself, you wouldn't have never repeated this. Honestly, you probably would have never thought it. Or if you did think it, you never would have wrote it down and shared it with anybody. Most people who have horrible, terrible, morose thoughts that they think are funny but also know shouldn't be shared, just don't share it. You think some terrible fucked up thought to yourself and then you chuckle about it and then you move on because you know that there's a goddamn line. A woman died. Her life is over. Don't look up. More like don't look down the barrel of arrow. Uh, she's dead, you stupid bitch. I'm just waiting for this sickening feeling to go away from everything that we had to witness. And I'm just, I'm just throwing up and in shock and I can't sleep. And I just can't believe Will Smith. I'm just so stunned and devastated. And uh, I just deserved so much better. Bitch, the moment was not about you. And also you don't get to claim no kind of moral superiority over Will Smith. Cause you're the kind of bitch who thought joking about somebody who died at work was funny. So just shut the fuck up. I, I, this is what I'm talking about. Like, the Will Smith incident is just like, like, obviously it shouldn't have happened. And it was like, you know, it is not ideal for a smack to happen in the middle of a comedy set, human or not. 
I just don't understand. Not ideal. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it's not a comedy set. It's not ideal to happen at the Oscars either, but still. <laughs> I mean, you know, like when someone's telling jokes on stage or whatever. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. sure. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, I don't understand why we can't like acknowledge that while also looking at the humanity of the situation and also like get out of our own like this there's so many of the like Hollywood celebrities and stuff who are doing these loop-de-loops about how like completely violent and gory and egregious this entire thing was it's like yeah then they will turn around yeah and do something like that like that to me how is that not so much worse how is that not so much worse Y'all really think words don't matter. It's just actions that matter. But words will get your fucking ass beat. And maybe that hasn't happened for you yet. And maybe it should. Because the fact that you thought that was appropriate to say, I hope that woman's family see you in the streets. Truly. That's just ugly. Not to mention bad. Your fucking lawyer said, Amy, please do not do it. It's a horrible decision. And you still was like, you know what? I don't pay you to make good decisions. <laughs> and did it anyway. You never had to tell the rest of us that you were this horrible of a person. You could have kept this to yourself. But you're a white woman and you won't suffer no consequences. Because people care far more about niggas being physically violent than white people using their words to enact violence or be shitty. Y'all care far more about that. So you'll be just fine. But fuck you eternally anyway. Oh, I can't believe I couldn't say this, but Will Smith could do that. Bitch, he didn't have a permission slip. How stupid do you have to be? I'm done. Neither of you could do those things. It's just. And it's crazy because Jay was like actually giving Amy Schumer her props. She was like, you know, this white woman is not annoying me the way I thought she would on this show. Like, can't say that she's as good as the black people, but she's not getting on my nerves. Even laughed a couple of times at her jokes. And it's like, you immediately pissed away the little bit of goodwill that some niggas was willing to extend you during the show. Like, you immediately did that. You could not wait to go full white woman about this situation. Girl. I am not interested in anything that I've never been interested in. No, fuck and her. anything that that fuck lady her. does or has to do. Yeah. If you enjoy her, good, you know. That's your problem. Yeah, no, not mine, though. I'm done. All right, so for me, a couple quick things. One, uh, my friend showed me a clip yesterday of a rapper by the name of Gunu from the DMV who was unfortunately killed, shot and killed in an attempted robbery a month ago. Mm-hmm. And his friends and family celebrated his life by propping his dead body up in the middle of a club. Oh, I saw this. Called Bliss. And basically just having a real nigga function complete with, you know, liquor, hookah, and 808s while this black man's corpse is posted up in the corner I don't, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know. I hate it here. So, I just can't for the life of me understand how you got here. Like, I've, I've heard of people who have done this, like, in their homes. 
Mm-hmm. Where they like will sit the body on the couch with like a corona yes. or something, and then everybody takes pictures. And yes. I found that to be really weird and dark. And yes, same. But this, and so his mama and them was like, "Oh well, that's what my son wanted. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted." Sweetness. Okay. okay. Sometimes you have to move past what they wanted and do the right <laughs> goddamn thing. I'm, Are you fucking kidding me? A corpse Posting this dead man body up in the club. First of all, if that was a club that I went to or a, a club that I frequented and really enjoyed, they'll never see another dollar from me again. Because <laughs> I'm not going to go back and party with ghosts. I'm not doing that. I'm just if my child said to me, know. you know what, when I die, what I want you to do, prop me up in the club with some Moet, yeah. okay, and play Oh, Let's Do It. Get the fuck out of here, okay? Because, you know, I would have said, is that what you want? Because let me tell you, you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. Mommy simply will not party with your corpse. I just won't do it. I'm sorry, that's... That is not for me. You know what I want y'all to do? I want to split up my ashes into, like, several little tiny urns, and all my friends can take one. And when y'all get drunk and play spades, one of y'all bring me. And you just sit me up on the mantle somewhere so I can watch y'all play spades. But partying with my corpse in the club, not necessary. I don't even want that. Put me right in the ground. I don't even need no goddamn casket. Just throw me in there, let me decompose. <laughs> no, and move on with your absolutely life. not. Absolutely <laughs> like, not. But what I don't need you to do is throw me into a section at Bella Noche and order shots. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm sorry, it's just too weird. I'm so tired of y'all talking about, oh, well, that's what they wanted. That's what they wanted when y'all do this weird-ass shit on Instagram and TikTok. We don't need to hear that, okay? Just because they wanted something. Bitch, he dead. What difference is it going to make? What difference is it going to make? You thought they should go have him down at the funeral home and he was going to wake up and be like, Ma, this ain't what I asked for. He's dead. Do the right thing. What the fuck? Right? Because guess what? Somebody will say, you know what? When I'm oh dead, God. I want you to take me out on a jet ski on South Beach and ride around with me. And if you could possibly get Jennifer Lopez to come. Like, just bury them. Yeah. Just do that. Weird. Um, now I also want to mention, um, the Grammys and the decision that the Recording Academy made for Best Reggae Album. I'm not even going to get into it too deep. I understand that this comes with a whole host of, um, layers and groups and nuance, um, I'm just going to say I hate y'all. I hate I hate it here. <laughs> I hate this planet. Yep. Um the fact that a group of predominantly white men from Virginia with dreads <sighs> won best reggae album over actual black brown reggae artists from the from Jamaica and other parts of the Caribbean and places. It's so predictable. It's yep. not even shocking. And yet here I am still submerged in my disgust. I listened to some of the music from these people, which 
I believe that their name stands, it's S-O-J-A, and I think it stands for Soldiers of Jaw Army. Yeah, somebody tell me that. Shoot and me I said, directly in both my eyes. That's where I tap out, girls. I'm so sorry. That is where I am exiting the conversation. <laughs> I listen to their music. They're basically just Maroon 5 with dirty hair. Oh, I don't understand no. why, like... Oh, no. I know it's like an older group. They've been around forever and ever and ever. Oh, Girl, y'all can no. save it before you come hit me with it or whatever. And I also know that a lot of reggae fans, specifically Jamaicans, love when people from all over the world love reggae music, love their culture, and give them props for it. Because I believe that they did say in their acceptance speech, they did credit Jamaica and reggae uh, icons for influencing them or whatever. I still feel like they can save it. And the music still sounds like something you'd hear in a speakeasy in Key West. So I don't really understand why uh, like classic reggae artists had to sit back and pass over this award to some honkies with That's clay, how y'all do. That's how y'all clay do. in their hair. Um, lastly, I just want to say, if you can't won't interact with dog shit, don't get a dog. If you cannot pick up dog poop for whatever reason that it may be troubling you, get a hamster, yeah. goldfish, silverfish. What other kind of other kind of pet? Bitch, I went to Walk Link yesterday. The amount of shit on this entire walk. Now, typically, I walk her, like, super, super early in the morning or, like, after the sun goes down. I don't like to walk her, like... I find that, like, around rush hour when everyone's getting off work and stuff is when a lot of people walk their dogs because they come mm-hmm. home, the dog's been inside, yada, 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 yeah. whatever, whatever. Me and this bitch go out when there's less traffic. <laughs> but for whatever reason... She likes to have the dog park to herself. <laughs> Hello. I, know that's I right. walked her, you know, in the evening, early evening, when I guess a lot of other people had. And the amount of dog shit, I mean, just every few feet. Ugh. What are y'all doing? Oh, no. Get one of the little um, baggy dispensers that you hook onto your fucking leash, yep. put the little baggies in it, and pick up the shit. Pick it up. Yeah, do that. Because, and I've said this, I've I've had this read on the show before, but it was a while ago, and it's just has affected me again recently, and that's why I'm doing it again. This bitch wants to sniff all of it. <laughs> I don't know if that's their form of texting, email, or what, but she wants to interact with all of it. I guess to get to know who's been here, yeah. and I refuse. <laughs> she wants to sniff all that shit. <laughs> Literally all. So that now. Shit. What was meant to be a simple dog walk has turned into Legends of the Hidden Fucking Temple because I have to j- jump and leap and and run around all over the place and dodge so this bitch won't stick her fucking snout into some other dog's shit. Pick up after your goddamn dogs. Please. Or get a ferret. Yeah. Or a cat. Yeah. And even cats. Even cat- cats shit in the sand or whatever, but you still have to clean the box, don't you? Right, but the rest of y'all don't have to deal with that. <laughs> like, you have to clean exactly. your cat shit, but the general public don't have to deal with your cat shit. So pick up after your fucking dog. Disgusting. Y'all are nasty and truly should be ashamed. 
You really just let your dog squat and take a huge dump right yep. there on the street and they then do. keep walking? They do. They do do that. Yep. They do. Girl, when I couldn't, when I'm up here getting ready to walk the dog and I can't find the little baggies, like the, or the moments I've like ran out of bags and like forgot to buy new ones, I just use a plastic bag from the grocery store. <laughs> yep. You can just do that. I hate y'all. Yeah. No, I hate it here. I'm done. <sighs> well, on that note, that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisistheread.com. Follow us on social media at This Is The Read. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com and you can join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash the read. And, oh, yes, we were... <laughs> As Kit Fury mentioned during my read, we will be at the Netflix is a Joke Festival on Saturday, May 7th um, at the theater at Ace Hotel. You can find tickets at NetflixIsAJokeFest.com. Um, yeah, so L.A., we haven't seen y'all in a long time. And yeah, hope to see y'all there. Anything else from you, friend, before we head out? No, I desperately need sleep, so I'm going to do that. Okay, well, take care of yourselves as always, and we will see y'all next week. Meet Janice. Unfortunately, her thing is sneeze attacks every time spring returns. I literally sneezed 40 times in a row once. Luckily for Janice, at the Walmart pharmacy, she can get over-the-counter allergy relief for things like sneezing, runny nose, and watery eyes, fast with online pickup or delivery. No more suffering? That's nothing to sneeze at. (laughs) I see what you did there. Help survive allergy season with fast online pickup or delivery from Walmart. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart.